From San Diego, California, this is the One Extraordinary Marriage Show, where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex is taking the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663. That's 858-876-5663. In today's show, we talk about another four-letter word, lube. We'll discuss why your marriage needs it, how to use it, and what you should consider when applying it. And think about this quote from George Eliot. It said, friction is likely to generate heat instead of progress. Oh, yes. (laughs) That's oh so true when it comes to friction in the bedroom. That's what we're going to be discussing on today's show. But for those of you that are brand new, we want to welcome you and let you know that we start each and every One Extraordinary Marriage show with a hug. Mm -hmm. And the hug is an opportunity for you to hear from somebody else in the one family who's experiencing breakthrough or has seen transformation in their own marriage. And this week's hug is sponsored by Chatbooks, and you can check them out at chatbooks.com slash podcast. Now, we absolutely love our chatbooks. Chatbooks it's a resource that allows you to automatically create photo books from your Instagram, Facebook, or camera roll. Yeah. And it's cool. I mean, it's just right there on your phone. You can grab it and put it into this cool little book. Well, and the books are great because they're each 60 pages and every 60 photos, it's automatically going to print. Right. And there's no formatting, right? It's so easy because it's just one picture on each page, which makes it look so classy. And you get the option of choosing if you want your captions or your dates you know, included, but you don't have to, right? It's super easy to just make that decision. And those 60-page books are only $8, and there's free shipping in the United States. And here's the deal. I know that you're busy. Mm-hmm. I know you're thinking, okay, Alisa, how do I get those pictures? You know, like we take pictures of date night. We take pictures on vacation. We take all these pictures, but the pictures are just sitting on your phone come on guys, like stop just having phone albums, right? Like let's, let's get real here and start having something tangible that you and your spouse or you and your family can all hold on to and celebrate. Right. And the great thing about chat books is that you either love it or you get your money back and their customer service. I will tell you top notch. Yep. Had a couple of situations where I needed a little help and they were right there making it easy for us. So whether it's the vacation pictures, the birthday pictures or the date nights, make your book, take advantage of this. Go to chatbooks.com slash podcast to download the Chatbooks app and then get your free or your first series book free with promo code OEM. Mm-hmm. Now, it's been a little while since we read a hug from iTunes, but this one came in on iTunes and it said, I've listened to so many other podcasts that aren't helpful or don't relate to what I'm going through. After listening to One Extraordinary Marriage, I thought Tony and Elisa were living my life. Mm. I've tried to do so many of the exercises they have suggested and wow, what a huge help. I went all the way to the very first episode to get all the advice they offer. It is verbal gold. Thank you for all that you do. I love that word, verbal gold. I know that was like, I read that. I'm like, that's pretty exciting. But what was more exciting was to, to read these words that somebody like could hear what we're sharing on the podcast, like what we're going to be talking about today with lube and say, you know what, this is so important for me to implement that I'm going to go back and listen to, I mean, guys, honestly, this is episode 390. 
Mm, this was oh, 391. 391. Oh my yeah. gosh, as soon as I said that, I'm like, that doesn't sound right. So that's a lot of tools and resources. And we're so honored to be a part of your each one of your relationship and marriage journeys. Yep. Right? That's not something that we take lightly. And, and as we jump into this topic on lube, I have to give you a disclaimer at the very beginning of this. Right? Because we're talking about lubrication, I, I'm going to encourage each one of you to take the time to investigate how whatever your chosen method of lube is. And we're going to go over those. We're going to go over them. Works with your chosen method of birth control, right? Because the ingredients can have different impacts, especially most often that we're talking about this when it comes to condoms, right? Right. Because certain lubricants can um, cause condoms to deteriorate. Mm -hmm. And I'm just going to say this up front. The One Extraordinary Marriage Show is not responsible for any breakdown in birth control because we're talking about lubrication. So there's your disclaimer. Um, and we bring this up because we've had so many people do the seven days of sex challenge over the years. And it's so funny. Um, we'll get we'll get emails. We did it. And we're pregnant. <laughs> many of them wanting to have kids. It's just funny that uh, the seven days of sex challenge is what happen or where they conceived their child. So, hey, honestly, think about this as we go through this with your chosen birth control mm -hmm. because, hey, guys, if your condom fails and you don't want a child, probably what we're talking about today isn't really going to be the best thing. Well, it's just it's and this actually applies to anything in your relationship, right? If you're going to be doing something different or if you're going to be exploring, you need to check how that's going to work. Right. Right. And check the ingredients too, because as we're talking about lubrication, there are a lot of different ingredients out there and you may have sensitivity to some of them. So it's not just whether this is going to impact your birth control, it's whether this is going to impact you. But, you know, the way this whole show came about is that every once in a while, Tony and I have an experience that one makes us stop and think about like, oh, how's this playing out in our marriage? Right. And two, when was the last time we talked about it with the one family? And this happened a few weeks ago because uh, our schedules were kind of crazy. It was before the kids were starting school and Tony's like, hey, let's have a quickie. And it's in the morning. So I've already taken a shower. Like I'm all cleaned up for the day. And, and I'm just like, and where I was in my cycle, I was like, uh, there's no natural lubrication going on here. And so it was that quick, that quick thought process of if we don't use any type of lubrication, uh, I'm just going to shoot them down. Mm -hmm. Right. Because quickie, no lubrication doesn't feel good. And, and I'm going to just stand up for the men here. When it's dry and you're having sex, as much as it, as women take this on, it's like, it hurts, it hurts. It, let me tell you, as a guy, it hurts, it hurts as well. When there's penetration and the foreskin of the penis gets pulled back and it's dry, believe me, we're, we're squinting and we're going, ouch, just as much as you are. So you find yourself in this place where, yeah, and we're going to be talking about the different factors on, you know, why lubrication and stuff, but you, you've got to make a decision, right? Can I just be really clear from the start of this show that lubrication is not a bad four letter word nope. that, that using lube, I guess not lubrication, lube is not a bad four letter word, right? Right. That it's not something that says, oh, we're not working. It's something that says, hey, how do we make this better? Right. So any of your preconceived ideas that lube is bad, I, I'm going to challenge you to suspend those for the length of the show to see how lube can really make a difference in your marriage. And, you know, it's one of those things where obviously Tony and I decided to go with the lube, right? Because I was like, hey, we have a window of opportunity to have sex and nobody's in the house and it's daytime, which means I'm awake. 
Hallelujah. Yes. Let's just go with the lube. And it was funny too. I mean, because she pulled it out, she slathered some on her hand and it was like, boom. All right, here we go. It's just, it was so funny. I mean, I was just like, okay. Apparently she wants it this morning. Right. Well, and, and even so just guys realize that this isn't like your wife isn't just like, hurry up, get it on, you know? believe me that they're they're there going, hey, let's just make this easy for both of us, mm-hmm. right? And for me personally, I had to sit there and go, okay, this isn't a day where we're going to go for extensive orgasm or anything of that nature. And, and, you know, in that space, well, not like immediately in that space, but after we had sex, you know, we started thinking about like, what are all those different times and places where lubrication actually becomes an enhancement mm-hmm. to your marriage and that it, And looking at our journey, for those of you that are brand new, Tony and I have been married almost 21 years. And so our experience with lubricants over the years has changed. Well, when we first got married, I don't think we even knew what it was. So we went through pain. We probably went through dry, painful sex more times than we really should have. There was definitely a period, and I'm thinking this was probably about nine, eight, nine years ago where lubrication was something we used on a regular basis. Like almost every single time. Right. You know, and, and since then it does come and go mm-hmm. more now because we've read um, Taking Charge of Your Fertility. We just understand Elisa's cycle much better and how to um, get her aroused so that we're not using a lube. Mm-hmm. But we've gone, you know, and like we said, just even a couple of weeks ago, it was just like game on. Let's use it. We're not here to 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 waste a bunch of time. We don't have it right now, but we can be intimate and close if we're willing to take take on um, lube absolutely, or use lube. Use lube. And it's like that quote that I read at the beginning of the show from George Eliot that said, you know, friction causes heat, more often causes heat instead of progress, right? And the fact of the matter is, is that the two of you want your sexual intimacy to have progress, right? You want it to progress, right? right? You want it to be good. If, if the two of you are having more friction and heat because it's dry, that's not good for anybody. And, you know, as we start talking about the reasons why a couple would consider using lube, knowing what these different reasons are, this becomes a tool, just like that hug said, a tool for the two of you to be able to communicate about this aspect of your marriage. Right? A lot of people don't even know how to talk about this particular aspect. Like, do we, don't we, why would we, that type of thing. And, you know, the first thing, and, and we've mentioned it a couple of times already on the show, is where is the wife in her cycle? Right? Our bodies are so uniquely and wonderfully made that right around ovulation, we have the most natural lubricant already going on there, right? And and the reason why, and this is, you know, how amazing we are, is so that when the sperm gets in there, it's got a way to not just live, but get to the egg. Right. Right. That's why there's all the natural lubrication around ovulation. The problem is that ovulation is only a few days out of the month right? There's a narrow window. So outside of that, you may need the extra moisture, the extra lubrication to make sex more enjoyable for the two of you. Right. And this could be, even when it is going to be a romantic evening, like you have more time than a quickie, right? Because you may not get wet naturally Mm -hmm. quick as you want to. And this even happened with us. I remember, um, so it'd be finger foreplay. Mm-hmm. And because Elisa wasn't getting wet, it, it would begin to hurt. Right. Because again, that friction caused p- 
pain over time, right? The heat gets generated and all that. So using even some lube on your fingers to get her aroused helps. Guys, I just have to tell you, like even reliving some of these memories and sharing our journey with you, I'm like, it's like nails on a chalkboard with me because I just remember how painful that was. And I'm so... I'm so glad that we have the opportunity to share this with you and hopefully to short circuit some of this learning curve for a lot of you out there so that you don't have to go through this because it's not just where she is in her cycle. The fact of the matter is, is that the aging process plays a role in lubrication as well, because mm-hmm. as women age, the estrogen product production decreases, right? And after menopause, it can, it doesn't always, but take longer for arousal. That's just biology. So right? those of you who've been married possibly longer or you're you got married in your later years something to consider right so if it's biologically going to take longer why not make it easier right why are we fighting against the things the very things that can make our lives easier another factor is stress okay if you listen to the last couple of shows that Tony and I have done about all the things that we've been going through, um, you would know that when you're thinking about a million other things, you know, like what the boss said or what you have to do or the bills you have to pay or or for us, where we're going to be living or what's going on with the kids and, and just all these kinds of things. Sometimes I'm just going to put it out there. Sometimes your mind is not in the moment with your spouse, Mm -hmm. which means that arousal is going to take a little bit longer. And again, if you've got that friction going on there that's just generating heat and not pleasure, it's not good for anybody. And, and more likely than not, she's going to roll over and be like, you know what, uh, this isn't working for me. I'm done. Where a little lubrication is like, okay, hold on. This is actually feeling good. Let me get my mind into that place. So again, as we, as we talk about this, be it you're going to apply it directly to the vagina. You could possibly apply it to the male's penis. Um, you could apply it to your fingers. Uh, women, you can do this yourself. Self-exploration, you're getting yourself aroused. You can do this yourself. But again, lube is not a bad four-letter word. And, and in all honesty, it should be a tool in your marriage toolbox. It mm-hmm. should be a tool in your bedroom toolbox. Just like a quickie is another tool that the two of you have, right? We give you these options and, and we talk about these things because we want you to have so many tools at your disposal that you're able to, like when the moment hits and you're like, oh, we need another tool. You know, it's like, it's like a plumber would be like, hey, I need a wrench or I need, you know, a screwdriver or whatever I need. Right. Same tool doesn't always work. And here's a great thing with lube and, and for us in particular, we've had them in different places, right? I mean, they may be in the medicine cabinet. There may be one up over there in the medicine cabinet. There may be one right beside our bed on our nightstands. You know, where are you keeping them? That makes it easy for you to get to it and use it. So also think about that when we get into the different kinds that you could possibly be using. Absolutely. And the last you know, factor that may play a role in your decision to use lube is the fact that you know, certain illnesses and certain medications can impact your libido and not just your libido, but also your mucous membranes. And let's face it, for a woman down there, mucous membranes, right? That's what we got going on. So if your illness is drying you out, mm-hmm. that may be a cause, uh, maybe a reason to use lube. If the medications that you're taking, so here's the little thing. And when we talk about this every time we talk about medications, I'm not, we're not telling any of you to get off of your medications. We're not doing that. We're just saying that you need to be aware of your side effects. 
And if one of the side effects of some medication that you're taking is dry mucous membranes, then add lube into the equation so that you're not dealing with whatever your illness is. And then on top of that, you're like, oh, sex is painful. Now it's like a double whammy. It's like, okay, yes, I have to take this medication. Yes, I don't feel well because of my illness. But at least with lube, I can still enjoy sex. Mm-hmm. Right? Let's, let's keep that connection going in spite of the fact that you're dealing with health issues or taking medication. Like, let's not lose everything. Right? But you got to look at these different factors because when you know why you might want to use lube, when you know, you know, how to bring it into the bedroom, right? Like if you're having a conversation, honey, you know, I haven't been feeling well. This, my medication's drying out my, my mucous membranes, or I've been under a lot of stress and that's kind of like impacting my libido and my desire and everything like that. Or, you know, I'm just menopause, you know, Mm -hmm. that's where I'm at. Or, you know, here I am in my cycle, right? If you realize that all of these different reasons why, (laughs) when you start talking about them, it opens the door for the two of you to have an enhanced sexual intimacy. And guys, you, you need to share with your wife as well. For me early on, I was so like, no, we got to have sex. That even though it was dry and painful for even for myself, I wouldn't stop. And that was not the best way to approach our sexual intimacy. We should have, and I should have more importantly, opened my mouth and said, hey, Elisa, this isn't working for me either. Mm-hmm. I, I know you're dry. And when I'm trying to penetrate, it hurts. And so had I done that years and years ago, and, I, and I'm really going back to when we were early married, I think it would have really changed the way we looked at our sexual intimacy during this different time and explored more into the different lubrications at that time that were available to us instead of looking at it like, oh, man, I just can't get my wife aroused. So now, you know, I'm, I'm going to have to use lube. And looking down at it instead of looking at it as a way to enhance our sexual intimacy. So guys, speak up. Let your wife know. And, and for the wives who are listening, I'm just sharing this with you. If your husband tells you that, not a knock on you. It, it does honestly hurt. Well, and you know, now that we've been talking about the reasons why, we also want to share with you you know, the different options mm-hmm. for lube, right? Because you may only be thinking of like, well, okay, what do I know? And, and we're going to actually open that up. But before we do that, we want to remind you to go to chatbooks.com slash podcast to download the chatbooks app so that you can get your first series book for free with promo code OEM. Because these books, they're such a great part of your foundation, right? And, you know, as we're talking about these different things and we're talking about, you know, what are the tools in your toolbox, mm-hmm. right? We've been talking about lube as one of the tools. We've been talking about quickies as one of the tools. Having these books that allow you to walk down memory lane, that allow you to relive all of these good and wonderful moments between the two of you, it's another tool in your toolbox. So make sure you go to chatbooks.com slash podcast and get your first series book for free with promo code OEM. So, here you are. You're like, okay, Lisa, we have some of those factors, you know, and we want to explore lubrication, but, but what's out there, you know, mm-hmm. what should we be thinking about? Right. And, and, you and know, there's a, there's a number of things you need to start looking at. And we're going to, we're going to cover all of those right now because we've tried and tested each many, and every of these. Yeah. Many, many, many. And you know, one thing is to, to look at ingredients. Yes. Right. And, and I'm not going to go into all the different possible ingredients because it's like reading, you know, sometimes it's like reading gibberish. Um, but you need to look at the ingredients and if you have any sensitivities to anything that's listed, don't use it. Like that's just kind of common sense, but I'm going to remind you read the ingredients, 
And if you want to test it out on another part of your body mm -hmm. to see if there is a reaction, that's probably a good thing to do because, uh, it, it, because if it reacts on your arm, most likely there's going to be a pretty a stronger reaction on your vagina or penis. So let's just face it. It, it, you know, it doesn't hurt just to try some out, put it on your arm, see if you have a reaction. If you don't, then you know, you're probably okay. Again, test and see if it doesn't work, obviously send it back to Amazon or whoever you pick it up from and just tell them it didn't work. And to that end, um, sometimes a little goes a long way. Mm -hmm. You don't need to be like literally dripping or goopy, or very messy, like any one of those, because you've used so much. And then that what happens here, because we've been down this road before, Elisa's like starts, man, just putting that stuff on like there's no tomorrow. And for for a guy, now it's just wet, and there's there's no no contact. I want to say because <laughs> there's so much lube that it gets really tough to. Um, gosh, for me personally to come to a, a ejaculation mm -hmm. because it's just sloppy and, and not in a bad way. I'm not saying that to, to say that it, it's bad, but there's no friction. I mean, it's just so wet and it's like, um, I'm having a difficult time getting some friction. So I, you can always add more. Yes. Let, like, let's just say that that's start a with a little a and you can always add it. more. So there are three basic types of lubrication. There's the water-based, the silicone-based and the oil-based. And you know, we just want to share you know, some of the pros and cons of each of these. So you can make the decision for what's best for you. So water-based, you know, Water-based is exactly what it means. It has a water as a basis. It's easily absorbed, which is nice because it has quick cleanup, mm -hmm. right? It generally does not impact condoms, but remember my disclaimer, double check everything and read the labels on there. Mm -hmm. And the, you know, the kind of the contour is that because it's so easily absorbed, you may have to reapply more frequently, right? But if you, if there's an extended sexual intercourse happening. Absolutely. And so that's where you want to, you know, keep it close. Right? This isn't the, the lube that you keep in the medicine cabinet and then you hop in the bed and you're like, oh, we need a little bit more. And then you have to like break contact. This right. is, you know, keep it close to you. Um, our favorite water-based is Good Clean Love Almost Naked. And we're going to put links to all of our favorite um, different lubricants because we've actually got one for each one of these. And we're going to put those in the show notes. So make sure that you come back to the show notes. Now, and this is the one that we used a couple of weeks ago. It was, yeah, super quick. It's, you know. Yeah. This one actually for us does stay in the medicine cabinet because it's almost always for a quickie. So I know I'm not going to need a lot of it. Um, silicone based. So silicone kind of comes between water and oil. So it lasts longer than water, but it's similar in texture and feel. Um, if you're in water, like let's say you're, you know, in the pool or you're at the beach or wherever, uh, it does do well in water, right? It's not going to like wash off or anything like that. Now clean up maybe a little bit more challenging just because it's not the water-based and our favorite is uber lube. And I know okay. there are a lot of you, cause we talked about uber lube years ago and I know a lot of you are listening to this and going, Oh yeah, Lisa, we already have uber lube on the nightstand. Cause there was a time when so many in the one family were using uber lube. Mm -hmm. And again, this one is great. Hey, if you have that private hot tub and you guys, you know, your, your birth control doesn't require you using a condom guys. You know, this is this is a great one because in water, she can dry up, but because it's the silicon base, it will adhere to her and allow you guys to have that sexual intimacy in water. In water, wherever that is. Yep. Um, oil, 
oil-based is the last one that's easily accessible and you probably have some oils at home right you know people um they think about coconut oil i mean I, when i was googling oil base online there were like so many different types of things um now with oil because it's a it's a thicker liquid it can get messy and it can easily um deteriorate condoms yes. right so please be careful Right. And just because it's an oil, like one of the edible oils that you might use for cooking, doesn't necessarily mean that all oils that you have in your home were designed to go inside your body. So can I be real clear with that? Just because you can eat it doesn't mean it necessarily needs to go inside of you. Like just putting that out there. So. So like Crisco, while it's there, I actually saw Crisco suggested somewhere, which made me laugh because I can't imagine sticking Crisco anywhere near my body. Um, Crisco doesn't need to be used as a lube. Mm-mm. doesn't now coconut oil on the other hand a lot of people and we have it on our do we have only 11 must-haves it's coconut. Mm-hmm. yeah um coconut oil is on there on one of our must-have lists you know coconut oil has different back antibacterial properties and so things like that it's it is one of those oils that you can actually use all over your body but you got to know you got to do your research and yeah another oil that we absolutely absolutely love is sensation massage oil Mm-hmm. Um, this yeah. is like hands down my favorite oil. This is the one. And here's the multi-prong with this one is that it's got fabulous, um, aromatherapy as part of it. That's what I was going to say to me out of everything we've ever used when it comes to a lube, you know, from, you know, you mentioned the good clean love, the Uber lube, we've used others over the years and I, I just can't remember what they are. I mean, we've used coconut oil mm-hmm. at times, um, but out of all of them, the Sensation Massage Oil is definitely the one that I personally love, even on myself, mm-hmm. way more. It, it, there's something about the the texture of it that's really smooth. Um, the smell. Yeah, the aromatherapy part to it. I mean, our room is, is goodness gracious, when we when we start putting that stuff on, it, I mean, it just lights up our room. Absolutely. And so, so it's beautiful. I love that one. So we're going to have links, like I said, to Good Clean Love, to Uber Lube, to Sensation Massage Oil. And there were a couple, we actually, in uh, the Position of Month Club, we threw out that we were going to be talking about this on uh, this week's show. We were going to be talking about Lube. And if you're interested in checking out the Position of the Month Club, we have a number of members in there. And like Elisa said, they shared. You can go to positionofthemonthclub.com to learn more. We'd love to have you joining us in, in the club. So we said we were going to be talking about lube on the next podcast. And we're like, you know, any, any thoughts on that? Anything you want us to make sure that we share? And so one of the suggestions that came up, which I thought was awesome, is that if you use an oil with any type of numbing agent yes. or um, like a menthol, like a peppermint or a spearmint or anything like that, be careful because that um, can sometimes be like a, a fiery feeling. Well, and- the one came from a wife who there was a numbing agent to this lube and she said it was game over for her because it numbed her so much so what what we were talking about when it just gets too sloppy for the guy and it's just like there's no friction she was mentioning that because there was the numbing agent she numbed up and felt nothing and was and, and from what i could gather just a bit frustrated because she wanted to enjoy that time with her husband. Well, absolutely. And and so you have the numbing agents and you again looking at the ingredients. What's in there? Mm-hmm. Right? Is it going to be something that's going to, you know, maybe have a little minty feel to it instead of, you know, the sexy feel. And uh, for guys, if you're using a, a maybe you want to use something to la- allow you to last longer and we've talked about this, you know, you're only going to put 
it may be you will only put a little bit on your on the the head of your penis. Now, the last thing that I want to just share with you guys is that there is a book called Lucy Libido says there's an oil for that. And this is a book. This actually came as another suggestion from a position of the month club member. Um, that there are a number of different recipes for creating your own um, lubes, sexy massage oils, things like that. So you can check that out at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash Lucy. But at the end of the day, folks, the reason that we brought this up is that it's time to stop dealing with friction in the bedroom. Mm -hmm. And it's time to get back to making the sexual intimacy a priority in your marriage, right? Like let's stop bringing more friction into our lives. Let's stop dealing with the friction and let's start smoothing things out. Like literally, let's start smoothing things out in the bedroom to enhance the intimacy that you have with your husband or with your wife. Yeah. You, you don't have to keep like literally banging your head against a wall. Lube is not a dirty four letter word. It's a tool for the two of you to say, you know what? Let's have smooth sailing in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Let's smooth out this friction and, and just have fun together and have connection together. Yeah. And as you look at these and you decide what's going to be best for you, again, try them out. Try them out. It may be a handful of times. It might be more until you guys really find what works for you. But remember, every time you try something new, there's progress made. We, we learn from what we don't like. It's not failure, it's progress towards learning more. If Elise and I didn't try all the stuff that we tried years ago, we wouldn't be where we are today using sensation massage oil. Just wouldn't be. Maybe that's yours, maybe it's not. Whatever one you choose though, it's something that will allow both of you to have an enhanced sexual intimacy in your bedroom and that's what matters. So pick up your lube, be it whichever, you know, water, oil or silicon based, pick it up, use it, try it, enjoy it, talk to each other about it. And most of all, have fun. We love you guys. Have a fantastic week and we'll catch you next week. Love you guys.